Israel, of course. I am your host Abhishek, and today in our very special episode, or shall I say, first in a series of special episodes, with me and our experts Neil Ghosh and Satyendra Dash, is my colleague and a very good friend, Ankit Singh Chauhan. Everyone, say hello to our listeners. Hello. Hey, Ankit. Welcome. Hey, Neil. Thank you. Hello, listeners. So, guys, uh, last time we recorded, it was uh, the day India and New Zealand match was washed off. and since then a lot has happened so we are recording today when uh, tomorrow india is going to play again with new zealand in the first semi final what a great coincidence i never thought about that till now oh yeah absolutely i mean who ever thought i mean our predictions were uh, 75% correct actually so 3 <laughs> out of 4 of my team made it and um, obviously uh, i predicted west indies instead of new zealand but i forgot that west indies actually uh, just made it to the world cup by a wrong decision in harare against scotland otherwise uh, had that duckworth lewis rule not being against Scotland we could have uh, seen Scotland instead of West Indies in the World Cup and obviously I wouldn't have gone for Scotland for the top 4 teams on the other hand the reason I didn't choose Australia was again strange because there were two banned uh, cricketers coming in I didn't know how well they would have played and Australia's form has been really bad without them recently but uh, look at that it's a totally different Australian team now everybody is making run and they have suddenly become a threat to everyone by the time the league matches ended and yes India has well deserved number 1 position they barely uh, gave it away so well deserved and New Zealand uh, started very well in the World Cup and that paid off towards the end even after some average performances so first versus fourth well deserved Satya you had predicted South Africa as one of the semi finalists uh yes actually i said south africa for 60% new zealand 40% so i wasn't wrong by that much i would well say. well well this was digital <laughs> electronics there was no analog option given <laughs> Yeah, I forgot the fact that South Africa is playing without AB, and uh, cricket is a strange game. It's a team game, but individuals actually matter a lot. So South Africa without AB just didn't look like the old South Africa or the South Africa that we know. And in fact, uh, Faf also said that their bowling didn't click. And I would also like to say, what do you guys think about the IPL performances? Because Faf repeatedly, I think, told that. Rabada is not performing because he played uh, quite a lot of matches in the IPL his pace had dropped he tried to put a lot of blame on IPL in fact Zahir Khan and lot of players actually commented on Fab Duplessis statement so what do you guys think about that uh, i think it was just a case of blame game if you see in that sense even bumrah played in mumbai indians so bumrah actually played very well in ipl also and he continued the same form in the world cup cricket as well right even duplessis had a decent outing and uh, he continued his form in the world cup yeah even quentin decock i mean i really wanted him to play good and he's known for that especially in, in uh, against india but uh, he never got a great start i guess uh, his highest score is 68 and he's averaging 38 uh, so uh, that's one of the major difference and amla is known for hitting some big innings in any tournament and we didn't see that either amla for me is a fading light definitely i would not be surprised if he actually retires pretty soon and also south africa and pressure they never go well so here at least one good thing we can say that they didn't choke they even didn't get a chance to choke they were just masked 
but at least i would still be thankful to south africa just before when they are ending the tournament they defeated australia and we are getting a chance to play new zealand yeah true i think as faf said in his post match comments that india would be grateful to us for defeating australia because india would prefer to play new zealand rather than england because new zealand towards the business end of the tournament literally showed a dip in their performance kane williamson who is their sole what should i say run winner whenever he did not work the team just collapsed ross taylor is not in that same purple patch as he was before the start of the world cup and i think martin guptill for me is a bigger failure let's see how he turns up against india and ankit how much money did you lose because of martin guptill <laughs> dream 11 Ah, uh, thankfully I did not bet much on it. <laughs> so, so for those who don't know, let me just give an introduction about uh, Ankit Chauhan. He puts the pro in the professional when it comes to the fantasy leagues. I think that's too much. <laughs> so, any discussion of the World Cup is incomplete without talking about Pakistan. In the previous episode, I had said that we should not discount Pakistan. Pakistan is a team. that only pakistan can beat when it comes to uncertainty so the team that was bundled out for 105 against west indies scored 357 against england and uh, they must be feeling that it was just a case of too near yet so far what do you guys think yeah definitely uh, pakistan uh, during the business end of the tournament to be honest they looked a better side than new zealand and i would say new zealand is lucky to be in semi finals pakistan was a better side i really don't think that kind of inconsistent team would have made it to semi finals somehow uh, they did it in 1992 it's a different set of guys i mean just take a name from that squad they are superstars in pakistan this team uh, i never believe they will make it to semi final yeah that's the thing with pakistani right <laughs> i mean as abhishek said they are very uncertain Yeah, I'm surprisingly or interestingly that you say uh, that they performed inconsistently. If you leave out the first match that they played against West Indies, wherein they were bundled in just in uh, around twenty twenty one overs, the other two matches that they lost were against India and Australia. The their entire outstart from World Cup can be attributed to to the, you know horrendous uh, loss against West Indies in the match itself. I agree, and I'm I'm very impressed by the Pakistani fans because the they were obviously very disappointed but the level of trolling was so amazing i mean they were mocking their team and it was so subtle and it was so refreshing there were hardly any abuses obviously there are abuses people are idiots so people are there as well but it really felt good actually that they were disappointed but still they were laughing at themselves rather than abusing their team abusing the players yeah it's a good thing in a way because i can't imagine indian fans making fun or taking it in a lighter way if they lose like pakistan they would be angry i mean yeah pakistani <laughs> fans are known for that but this was a very good contrast i remember last time india lost to australia in the 2015 world cup republic tv had a discussion in which oh Anna yeah yeah tell me about that, that uh, how shameful this defeat was and everybody just gave it to arnab and asked him to shut the hell up it was just a game and they played and they lost but obviously arnab being arnab you remember who was the chief guest the an- cricket analyst uh, in that program no i don't salman khan's brother 
He was the cricket analyst. I don't know how many gully cricket he has played. I mean, I become very, very conscious and feel shameful when you introduce us as a cricket expert. I know it's a fun way of describing ourselves. But seriously, in national television, you call Arbaz Khan. I mean, I'm nothing against him, but uh, it's a poor choice of Indian television anchors and the producers. And uh, I remember one of the dialogue Arnab Goswami said, uh, we just gave it to them. We didn't fight. It was more of that intent <laughs> discussion that has been a thing in this World Cup about Dhoni and the middle order Indian batsmen. And I think a lot of blame went to Anushka Sharma as well, and why she came to see the match. To be honest, if you see, India lost only one match, I think, that World yeah. Cup. And even in the previous World Cup, they only lost one match. So in last three World Cups, they have only lost uh, three games. Indian fans at times can really be crazy. They, I mean, if India loses, they can even tell, they can even say that Kohli is anti-national. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Neil, I would like to share one uh, piece of uh, trivia here. Tohil Khan is somehow related to Rohit Sharma's wife, which is Ritika Sajde. I don't remember the actual relation, but it, it, uh, she is some cousin or sister of, uh, I don't know, somehow. <laughs> they have some cricket relation amongst themselves. So that's good enough for uh, them to be qualified I, 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 as... as a uh, cricket expert. I was just trying to make the odds. Okay, I just googled it and it seemed there is some kind of Ritika's cousin sister is Seema Khan, who is the wife of Sohel Khan. Okay, yeah. Right. Oh my God, my brain just cannot fathom this thing. Was Rohit Sharma married that time at all? Was the relation existed that time? I have no yes, idea. He was the manager of Rohit Sharma. See, this sort of complex relationships can only be deciphered by Arnab. He found <laughs> out that. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll give you a simple relationship. Uh, the other day, I mentioned about uh, Ellis Perry taking seven wickets in that game against Australia women's team, right? Uh, they're playing in England itself. And uh, that was not the point. The point is the opening batsman wicketkeeper for Australia women's team is uh, Healy. Uh, she is uh, Mrs. Stark and niece of Ian Healy, the former Australian wicketkeeper. So that's kind of close related. How amazing is that? I mean, imagine the plight of the kids of Stark and Healy. <laughs> and God forbid if they are not able to replicate the success of their parent. You mean Abhishek Bachchan and stuff? <laughs> I think closer would be Rohan Gavaskar. I mean, yeah. uh, okay, fine. But yeah, his father was too good a batsman to compensate for his mother probably. So the expectation was really high. <laughs> right. And at least Rohan Gavaskar played few on dares for India. Yeah, actually, oh. I was about to say that. Actually, he at least he got to represent India international. Yeah, and that's yeah. Actually, the good thing is when he was picked up, he was picked up on his merit because uh, earlier he used to represent Bengal, and there was a quota from the eastern region, and uh, obviously everybody wanted to play for Bengal because they were a better chance uh, than Mumbai. Right. So, since we're talking about these sportsman kids, so we heard that England was using Arjun Tendulkar to mimic the angles of Stark. Yes. And when Stark just uprooted them, the memes were going that when you use Arjun Tendulkar to mimic the angles of Stark. Yeah. In fact, this is not the first time that they used Arjun. In fact, before Asus or sometime they also used Arjun. In fact, Arjun 
body yorker which injured bestow so that became a big news headline uh, oh, yes, so yes, how come arjun is getting to you know go to their practice sessions is he playing for some county maybe some junior county or something yeah, he plays for an english club but but he is quite a regular in their nets uh, i don't know what's the connection how he gets through but he plays for some clubs i don't remember that name even even he plays for some australian clubs also but yeah somehow i always see him in the nets in fact he bowled to our women cricket team during their women's world cup so he he was also a regular uh, and he used to bowl to mithali raj harman preet and all nice is the most world famous nets bowler <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, to his credit he has been really bowling well he changed his action is a left arm quickie right so he was bowling in a different now his action is bit different he has increased his pace also he represented india in at under 19 level also recently but he couldn't play for that because in india there is a rule that only those players who can play at world cup for india they will only be persisted with and by the time that india will be playing the next under 19 world cup arjun tendulkar will be 20 so that's the reason he was not selected further but uh, with whatever chances he got he was decent he was not i mean extra special but he was bowling quite well <laughs> a small yeah. piece of news here that in one of our previous episodes we had talked about women women cricketers being allowed to play in foreign t20 leagues and uh, after harmanpreet kaur and smriti mandana deepthi sharma is on her way to kia super league in england so deepthi sharma is going to play for western storm the same club that employs smriti mandana So guys the semi final lineup has been decided and India is playing New Zealand and the other one is between England and Australia which one of these are you more excited about well being indian india versus new zealand obviously and being a cricket fan and uh, the ever running ashes rivalry australia versus england both absolutely absolutely i think uh, the semi final lineup could not have been better than this right yeah. I mean India and Australia would have been a good one but uh, we have had too many of these matches from now so we really would like an England Australia in a crunch game where one of them can knock out the other <laughs> Yeah so what do you guys predict for this match we'll come to the India in New Zealand match later for now what do you guys predict about England and Australia uh well given the form that australia has cashed upon after their defeat to india i think they are a much better stabler side as compared to england at this point of time i would go with australia neil yeah it's a tricky one england australia australia beat england convincingly in the league stage about 60 odd runs but i want england to win and i think they have an edge with their bowling getting better and better over the period of time we were really concerned about their bowling lineup but they've been bowling well lately in australia coming from a loss from south africa and something happens to australia in semi finals and finals and they just click So I want England to win, but I see the fifty-fifty chance. But still, I would give it to England because they're home. Satya. So for me, for anything when England is playing, the pitch really matters a lot. If it is a fresh wicket, their top two actually lays the platform, and rest actually they follow. Contrary, I'm thinking that Australia is losing the steam at very important point in this tournament because they they lost Quaza to an injury. and matthew wade is coming but i'm not really sure how effective he will be 
and also Stoinis, he also got a little bit of injury. So I feel that there is a weak link over there. And if it is a fresh wicket and England gets to a good score or something, then I somehow believe that England has got a better chance. Yeah, even I agree with what Satya said. Most of the times the wickets are uh, getting slower in the second inning and the team chasing is getting more and more difficulty. So there was a stat the other day where uh, out of 24 ma matches, only twice the team chasing more than 250 has won it. So yeah. that may actually play an important role here. But yes, I would like uh, Australia to win. During this, all four people predicting the winner, I think it got less and less emotional and more and more technical. <laughs> Starting from Chauhan to Abhishek. No, I stand by my emotions and my prediction. Coming back to tomorrow's match, India versus New Zealand. Predictions without keeping emotions in play. Chauhan sab. I think Trent Bolt is going to be a tricky customer for India because we have not faced him till now in this World Cup. Uh, other than that, if we take care of our opening partnerships, we should be good enough to win against them. Okay. Neil? Yeah, I mean, there's no question. I think uh, India is way, way, way powerful. And it's number one versus number four for a reason. Uh, usually, there is one day upset and stuff, but India is not a team like that. They did lose to England, but it was very close and England scored a lot. The only problem I see in India, not for this match particularly, is that after number three, uh, they start with batsmen who are not really long innings players. They start with Dhoni, Pandya, Jadav, Kartik, whoever they play. So that's the only problem for India. If top three goes back within 10 runs, uh, oppositions really has a chance, which definitely is a very rare case. So I think India is all the way. Satya, do you have anything new to add? No, I don't have anything new to add. Okay. Who do you think is going to be in and out of the team? Apart from the usual suspect, do you see any changes from the team that played the yeah, against Yeah. Them? Yes. Even if I were selector, my line would be Rohit, Rahul, Kohli, Rishabh Pant and uh, then Dhoni, uh, Pandya. And instead of Karthik or Kedar Jadab, I would play Jadeja. I would play both Bhuvi and Shami. I would play Chahal and then there would be Bumra. There is you a dropped bit of one of your son. Kuldeep Yadav. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reason being, I feel right now Chahal is a bit more confident. And Chahal balls really well to right-handed. He balls wide of the crease and balls almost at 7th or 8th stump and then spins further away. So, I think he would definitely be a better option. And uh, Shami, you definitely have to play him. Play him within 6 to 40 hours. And playing Jadeja will give us that luxury. And honestly, whatever Kedar Jadav was doing till now, I think uh, Jadeja can do that much. And uh, and I also don't think if India goes 140 for 5, then either Kedar Jadav or Dinesh Karthik can actually turn the match. So it's better to, to back your strength, which has been the balling, and then depend upon your top three. Because it's too late in the game to bring duplicate middle order or a Chinese middle order. I agree with your lineup definitely and I strongly agree with the fact that any newcomer at the semi-final is a big no-no. I mean, even if they're sitting outside in the dugout, uh, they don't have league match experience. I would not go for them. And uh, But Sanjay Manjrikar has some other ideas. Uh, you, you guys must be knowing the recent bits and pieces player controversy yeah. and uh, Jadeja getting back to him with Twitter that they, he has more runs. Uh, so, Sanjay Majakar today, have just a few hours ago, tweeted that India should pick their players according to performance, spinning performance versus New Zealand. 
and quoting three averages chahal 27 kuldeep yadav 21 ravindra jadeja 73 is the and 5.61 is the economy uh, against new zealand so i think manjrekar is having the latest laugh yeah I, but i i i don't think indian management is going to give too much importance to what manjrekar says honestly because i think ravindra jadeja brings a lot to the table particularly with his fielding he give will definitely gives you he will definitely give you eight overs and uh, i uh, personally i think jadeja is a must for me uh, i would be really interested to see what would be tomorrow's lineup even i think at this point of the tournament jadeja is a no brainer against jadav given whatever jadav has achieved in this tournament so far so you yeah, can expect I, at least better from jadeja yeah but i kind of don't like the uncertainty here so you bring someone as a replacement for dhoni and only if dhoni gets injured he plays and someone vijay shankar who was picked ahead of raidu <laughs> you tried him and sent him back to bring someone else and rishabh pant flies in who was not in the original squad so either we are giving importance to media and the public pressure and jadeja didn't get any game so far and finally gets a game in the last match so it's kind of a strange for me i don't have a specific opinion about it but it's strange for sure so a couple of days ago i was having a small meltdown that the world cup is all but over only three matches remaining after that again the evenings would be boring so i just wanted to take your opinion that till now what are your most favorite matches and your most favorite performances in this world cup My most favorite performance. Hmm. Number one would be obviously Rohit Sharma against South Africa, scoring that turn on that freakishly slow spit and getting us across the line. Second would be Owen Morgan's devil hitting seventeen <laughs> sixes in one match. I mean, oh my God, who does that? Yeah, he broke Jayasuriya and Gale's record. I mean, I didn't know that Gale had that record. I thought Jayasuriya in nineteen ninety six when he with Kalavithana used to open in a blasting manner. he had the record but it's all gone now in that match yeah and uh, we can debate on this one but the third one would be shami's hattrick in the last over given that it was his first outing in the world cup yeah i mean two of the wickets were uh, yeah it, i mean <laughs> obviously debatable and i i think india already won the match that uh, even the first wicket was probably i mean but the time nabi got out i think we we had the match yeah cool so what according to you neil I think the one thing stands out a lot and uh, it was the Bangladesh chasing West Indies and Sakib Al Hasan what can I say I mean he got some wickets and he single handedly won the match for them and Litton Das came back uh, in the squad and hit a century I can't say that as an upset it was just a great performance by a team which has come a long way yeah Yeah. But I would just add one more. I mean, World Cup performances. I mean, memorable performances are incomplete without heartbreaks, right? That Carlos Brithwaite innings was outstanding. Yeah, I mean, a beautiful century in a losing cause, and he almost knocked New Zealand out. I would say. And most of the New Zealand fielders had their heart in their mouth when he hit that <laughs> over mid wicket. Yeah, he was caught very close to the boundary, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Abhishek, according to you. Yeah, even I was thinking about uh, that Brathwaite knock. I actually was watching that game till the seventh wicket. I stopped watching it from there on, and after that, when I saw the score in the morning, I was like, "Oh damn! I missed one of the greatest World Cup ever." 
he tends to come up with this sort of performances in world cup i mean wasn't he the guy who smashed four sixes uh, to ben stokes yeah eden garden's uh, final yeah. of t20 so one interesting thing is that india has set a yoyo test level 16.1 for them whereas pakistan surprisingly has set it at 17.4 equal with sri lanka which has players like malinga <laughs> <laughs> and uh, obviously england and new zealand has it way higher at 19 new zealand claims that there some players clock 21 22 regularly and then uh, australia which started uh, using yoyo test quite long back they actually dropped it 4 years ago and they are now using a variation of some sort of yoyo only but it has some other different uh, measures and interestingly even west indies has set their yoyo score level above india yeah i can't expect a malinga chris gale Uh, Pereira and all these players have been performing well in Yoyo. I just really believe for bureaucratic purpose, I think they would have set some mark. I think we recently saw the first view of Ranveer Singh as Kapil Dev in the upcoming movie Eighty Three, and I have to say that I was uh, really impressed by the looks. And not only the look, even the ball that they showed in his hand was a used ball with one side shinier than the other. So this level of uh, detail, this attention to detail, is something that is interesting when it comes to a Bollywood film. Interesting take, Abhishek, just from the poster. People have been hearing us. as three from a long long time at least i wish for uh, 12 episodes and a new voice will be ankit johan we will see you soon in the uh, future episodes sure so we are on twitter uh, talk to us at the rate course well give us your feedback give us your opinion give us more trivia to talk about give us any ideas about what you want to hear and uh, we may come back before the final we'll try to do something different in the next episode till then goodbye